While the words ricocheted in the Grand Dome, Hashim kept his head low and said a silent prayer asking for mercy like he had done thousands of times since realizing he was gay. My name is Henrik Vilenius and I'm the author of the Rise Up Trilogy, a young adult coming-of-age story about Hashim, Alex and Marian confronting real-life issues like climate change, corrupt politics, animal cruelty and racial and gender equity. This weekly serialized audiobook podcast is narrated by Scott Summers. 6. Alex stopped talking as Miriam pulled into the Lakeview Mall parking lot. Without any extra hand or head movements, she backed smoothly between two big SUVs, using only her side view and rear view mirrors. She was a master at parallel parking, too. Alex was too embarrassed to ask Miriam to teach him how to do it, although he knew she wouldn't make fun of him. Nevertheless, asking a girl for driving instruction was way too much, even for him. Miriam was going to have a late lunch with her dad. She headed toward an office building next to the mall, which housed the office of her father's export-import business. She said goodbye to the boys, and they agreed to meet in an hour and a half back by the car. Alex followed Hashim, who strolled to the entrance. He found it funny that a boy from the desert hated the sun so much. Alex guessed it was the getting sweaty part that Hashim didn't like, how it shimmered on the skin and made his face shine. Alex chuckled as he thought how very self-conscious Hashim was about his looks, and in the meantime, so observant of his religion, which made his friend a kind of walking contradiction and actually a fascinating person to write about. Grinning to himself, Alex made a mental note of that thought as he entered the mall. Now, he must keep an eye on the ball. They had to make a plan to resolve the situation. He caught up with Hashim, who was wiping his forehead with a Kleenex. Let's think about this for a minute, Alex said. Think about what? Hashim shoved the tissue into his pocket. Couldn't you just talk to your mother? Say what you really feel about this whole deal? Hashim pressed his lips together and massaged his temples. Even before Alex had said it, he already knew the answer that was now written on Hashim's face. It was something he had to ask. He had first-hand experience with how difficult it was to argue with her. He had tried a few times when he had accidentally blurted out that his father hadn't been home for several days. She would pay no heed to his claim that he would manage just fine by himself. In fact, she didn't know it was he who ran the household. She had insisted that he would stay with them until his dad was back home and coherent again. Afterwards, he felt good about her concern for an infidel, as Hashim liked to sometimes teasingly call him. And what are the other options? Alex asked. Hashim was silent for a moment. Um, we've got to get the girl to say no. And how do you do that? Hashim thought for a second, and then his forehead cleared. If we can make her doubt my character, it might work. Thank you, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Alex slung his hand over Hashim's shoulder and started walking. We need to adapt a scientific approach to our problem. Hashim raised a brow, but
but Alex chose to ignore his friend's skepticism. This was his specialty. He loved solving problems, although many times real life tended to be a lot harder to grasp than the fictional world he wrote about in his stories. Yes, my friend, that's the way we're going to do it, Alex continued. So, let's get the facts straight. What are the qualities a good Muslim girl looks for in a groom candidate? In descending order of importance, if you please. Uh, well, according to the prophet, peace be upon him, the first one is religious commitment, Hashim said. Alex furled his brow. Fat chance. He didn't know anyone who was so devout. Maybe Hashim didn't always pray five times a day and had an occasional impure thought, but as far as he knew, Hashim was good to the bone. Yeah, okay, okay. Next, please. Hashim cleared his throat and said, The second one is the lineage, that the groom is from a good family. Alex pursed his lips. This is not going well. Hashim's father, a well-known pediatrician, came from a long line of medical doctors. Alex knew that the family had been practicing medicine for centuries. Hashim's father had relatives scattered all around the globe, from Australia to the Middle East, and from Europe to the United States and Canada, and many of them earned their living by helping others. Um, the next one is a solid financial background? Hashim said and bit his lip. Alex shook his head. And then... He is kind and gentle toward women? Alex moaned. He had never seen his friend being anything but. He never talked down to girls or made lewd comments. Ah, uh, and in good health, Hashim added. Alex let out a prolonged sigh. Besides the occasional flu, Hashim was never sick, and his body fat percentage was under 10. Underneath that loose clothing, Hashim harbored a lean body. For that, Alex took part of the credit. It was he who pushed his flabby friend to start going to the gym soon after they had met. Raising his palms, Alex said, You know what? This scientific method really sucks, and I'm hungry. Alex perched on a stool, wolfing down a burger. All that mental work had depleted him. Halfway through his lunch, he raised his head and saw Hashim only starting his, taking small bites and chewing them patiently until launching into the next one. Hashim squinted. What? Ugh, you're too ideal, Alex said. I need to teach you how to eat like a slob. He grabbed the rest of his burger. Follow me. And proceeded to stuff it into his face. So, first you teach me how to properly chew every bite in order to cut down my calorie intake, and now you... Exactly, Alex grinned with a mouthful of food. Peeling the wrapper from his burger for a bigger bite, Hashim brought it close to his mouth. Alex saw Hashim staring at the mayonnaise drippings around his mouth. He had intentionally left them there for maximum slob effect. Just do it. Alex said and smiled. Hashim giggled. <laughs> That's disgusting. Alex closed his mouth and swallowed. 
You see? It works. He took a napkin and started to wipe off the debris. We've got to do better than that. My mom would smell of our deceit a mile off. She's like the CIA and the DA combined. Ah. <sighs> yeah, you're right. Alex's eyes zeroed in on Hashim's face. Maybe over time he had grown so accustomed to it, but he hadn't really noticed how masculine Hashim's feature had become after losing weight and working out in the gym. That teen fuzz on the chin had thrown him off. Also, the long curly hair cascading down on all sides did a good job of hiding high cheekbones and an alkaline nose. I've got an idea. Alex grabbed Hashim's ham and yanked him up just as Hashim was about to take another bite. But I haven't finished yet, Hashim said as Alex dragged him toward the restrooms. Heaven can't wait. Alex opened the door and pushed him in. In front of the mirror, Alex undid the first few buttons of his shirt, revealing a wife beater underneath it. For the heck of it, he poked a finger at Hashim's taut chest. What are you... Just testing, my friend. Be patient. Alex went around Hashim, grabbing his unruly hair by both sides, and pulled it back tight. Ta-da! Hashim stared at himself in the mirror, looking surprised. And Alex had to admit that the result was even better than he had expected. In addition to his proportionate facial features, Hashim's skin had a healthy olive complexion and without the shadow of his nest, his big brown eyes were ones to drown in. A new haircut's gonna be my birthday present to you, Alex said and broke into a grin. Studying his face in the mirror, Hashim took a half step back and scratched his jaw. Suddenly, the restroom door flew open, and a buff twenty-something strode in. The young man stopped in his tracks, gaping at Hashim. Still in awe of his breakthrough and oblivious to the newcomer's reaction, Alex let go of Hashim's hair and marched to the door. Alex scanned the shop windows as they crossed the plaza. Then he saw a trendy hair salon tucked in the corner. This is the one, the chosen one, he declared with biblical confidence. I can't do this. What? Hashim rubbed the back of his neck. I can't do this. Why? Because... Alex crossed his arms and waited. Because the prophet, may peace be upon him, had long hair, Hashim said without looking his friend straight in the face. Alex pursed his lips and stared at Hashim. And he lived on the 7th century Arabian Peninsula, but this is 21st century America. Something told him there was something more to this than how the prophet wore his hair. He had learned to read Hashim in these past three years. Are you okay? Alex reached to touch Hashim's forehead. You're all warm, like you saw a ghost or something. Swallowing hard, Hashim gave an uneasy smile that looked more like a grimace. Please, trust me, Alex said. This will change your life. Hashim shrugged half-heartedly as he met Alex's gaze. It's going to be awesome, he continued and squeezed Hashim's shoulder. 7. 
Rubbing his sweaty palms on his thighs, Hashim followed Alex into the hair salon, still shocked by the reaction he got from the handsome stranger in the toilet. He had felt the guy's hungry eyes on him, checking him out. The not-so-subtle wink that followed had made clear even to Hashim what the young man wanted. As he stumbled out of the men's room, he could only hope that Alex was too busy plotting the next move to pay him any attention. For if not, his filthy secret would be revealed and that would be it. Hashim had never considered himself an attractive guy. What had just happened in the restroom had blown his mind. Until Alex came along in his sophomore year in high school, he had been the fat, lonely Arab boy nobody wanted to play with. But usually, Alex had good ideas, such as pushing him to go to the gym, making him pay attention to what he ate, or getting him interested in pop culture to the extent that he was able to talk to his non-Muslim peers. Alex stopped to check out the hairdressers, giving them the once-over. One of them caught his eye, a slender man with short, stylish hair, who looked straight at him with scissors hanging in midair above his client's head. Alex waited a few seconds, fixating on the hairdresser before he said, That's the one. Hashim bit his lower lip. Going to the gym was already a borderline sin that Hashim had never talked about in the mosque. According to the imam, piety was important, not physical beauty although he remembered about the prophet having the most handsome constitution and the space between his shoulders was wide. And nowadays, where would you get the ladder if you didn't go to the gym or work on a farm? The slender one lowered his scissors and minced up to them. Hello, boys. My name is Juan. What can I do for you? My buddy needs to get rid of that teen bush, Alex said. Juan turned to Hashim. And do you agree with him? Slipping his hands into his pockets, Hashim lowered his head. There was something really unnerving in the way the hairdresser was looking at him. Alex patted him on the back and waited for his answer. As always, Alex's touch worked its magic. And as Hashim took another peek at the hairdresser, he now saw only curiosity and kindness in the man's face. You boys need to wait about ten minutes. Juan turned on his heel and headed back to the client. Uh, why did you pick him? Hashim whispered. He's gay and knows how to appreciate male beauty, Alex said and grinned. Hashim gasped and took a step back. I can tell one when I see one, Alex added. Hashim rubbed the back of his neck. How? Alex said with a gleam in his eye. You can always tell by the way they look at you. Straight guys don't hold their gaze with guys they don't know. Searching for an escape route, Hashim coughed. And right then, Alex turned to him. What's wrong? I, I need to. Hashim bolted toward the restroom. He yanked the doorknob down, but the door wouldn't budge. He felt Alex's eyes on his back. This is it. A wave of fear ran through his body. Out of desperation, he tried the handle once again. An abracadabra, the door opened, and he dashed in. Hashim felt his forehead. It was all sticky. He brought a finger to his nose and cringed. It was the smell he hated. The smell of fear. Without daring to look at the mirror, he bent down and splashed some water on his face. 
Then he straightened his back and put a hand on his chest. His heart was still racing, and he felt dizzy. He backed down and sat on the toilet seat. Taking slow, steady breaths, he commanded himself to calm down. He had to get a grip on himself, or he could lose his best friend. He had to guard his secret with all his might, or it would be the end of him. Lids half closed, he called out to Allah and recited a verse from Hadith's. Ah, Allah, I hope for your mercy. Do not leave me to myself even for the blinking of an eye. Correct all my affairs for me. There are none worthy of worship but you. When Hashim came out of the restroom, Alex was gone. As Juan the hairdresser was walking his client out, he happened to look over his shoulder and see Hashim tugging his hair and clenching his jaw. He pushed the client out of the door and sashayed to the rescue. Are you all right, kid? Hashim opened his mouth, but only incomprehensible mumble came out. After Juan had fetched some water, he sat down next to Hashim and grabbed a stack of magazines. He opened one at random, and from the page popped up a picture of a young, handsome man of Mediterranean origin. We need to find you something you feel comfortable in, that you recognize yourself in, Juan said in a soothing voice. Then it's real you. No roles, no gimmicks. Just you. Then Juan went on to explain about the different techniques and how different styles could bring out his facial features in a natural way. By the time they found the haircut Hashim liked, he felt a whole lot better. His mother had asked him many times to cut his hair, but he had held on to his curls as if his integrity were hanging from them. Hashim never knew there was so much to getting a simple haircut. He had always gone to a Pakistani barber with his father, who only did what he was told in a maximum of 10 minutes, and that was it. No talk about styles, no frills, simply gossip about their community. How long have you known each other? Juan asked as he was chopping off hair in big chunks. Although they hadn't said a word about Alex, Hashim knew whom Juan was referring to. He seems like a really nice guy, Juan continued. The best there is. Hashim bit his lip. We've known each other for three years. It's just that he must hate me now. Juan stopped cutting. What? Why would you say that? He took off without saying anything. Juan moved back slightly. Uh, he saw a friend walking by and he ran after him. Hashim tensed his body to ward off shaking. Juan was only trying to make him feel better. Alex was not stupid, and by now, he must have realized the repulsive truth about him. And why would he hate you all of a sudden? Juan was back to clipping again. Because... Juan tilted his head to his side. Come on, tell it to your auntie. Hashim pursed his lips to keep them from trembling. A slow smile building on his face, Juan said, It's not the first time in history of man that... What? Hashim cut in. He doesn't know about you. Know about me? What are you talking about? <laughs> Kiddo, you're not fooling anybody. Juan said in a tender tone. It's okay to be gay. There's nothing to be ashamed of. 
nothing to be afraid of. It's not a choice. You were born with it. And as long as you fight it, you're going to suffer and make the people around you suffer too. Hashim was back to clenching his teeth. Unless... Excuse me for asking, but are you by any chance a Muslim? When Hashim nodded, Juan continued. Ah, I'm so sorry to hear that, kiddo. I once had a friend named Assad. His family forced him into a marriage. Eventually, his wife caught him with another man and she moved back to Pakistan, taking his two sons with her. Losing his kids broke his heart and it all ended up very tragically. Hashim felt dizzy. What if Haji Ali's niece ever found out about him? What if she left him and took their kids away to Egypt? He knew well enough that in his motherland, people like him had zero rights. Thank you for listening to the Rise Up Trilogy podcast. For more information, go to my website henrikvilenius.com. <laughs>